You're listening to episode number 56 of Radical Shift, a quick visioning hack to program your subconscious mind to work for you, not against you. So if you have been trying visioning or you don't know what to do with visioning, oh my gosh, this is an information-packed episode. Please listen to it to the end because I am dropping some truth bombs, some not just law of attraction stuff. This is neuroscience at its best stuff that's super simple to understand, but little, very few of us understand how it works. And I'm going to share how it works so you can make visioning work for you every day, all day long. And now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, Carla White, and I am so grateful that we have this time together. Thank you so much for tuning in and for investing in yourself, for learning about your mindset, learning about what you're capable of achieving, because this stuff is not taught to you in schools. It is not taught to you in mainstream media. In fact, it's so underground, and I'm so grateful it's starting to come forth more and more because it is natural abilities, it's natural gifts and talents that you were born with. You have this. Nobody can take it away. But it's not knowing that you have these powers where it's hurting you. So before I get into all this, and if you're new to this podcast, I want to just say to you, please go back, binge listen to all the episodes because you're going to get so much clarity, so much power out of listening to those. I can't even begin to tell you that people who have binge listened to my podcast, not only have they increased their income and uh, found new purpose in their life, they were able to help family members. They've saved lives. They have, it has changed so many people's lives for generations to come. So please go back and listen to the earlier podcast episodes, but uh, just to give you a little back, bit of background about who I am, what I'm doing, what this podcast is all about. So many years ago, I started this app called the Gratitude Journal app. And the reason I started the Gratitude Journal app is because it saved my life. Keeping a gratitude journal saved my life. And I wanted to tell the world about it. Now you can hear the entire backstory of that in uh, one of the first episodes about gratitude. But since starting that gratitude app, the, I dove deep into neuroscience, ancient wisdom, positive psychology. And part of it was just out of pure curiosity about how our minds work, energy works, how the universe works. But then also part of it was a job requirement because I had this gratitude app and it was keeping up with the app game. Having apps on the app store is a really challenging game uh, because there's millions of them. And most apps that get downloaded don't hardly even get used a few times. I realize that. Man, how many times have you downloaded an app and you barely used it? I mean, I, I have kids that download game after game after game and they delete them probably 10 minutes later, right? We all have done that. And part of staying in that app game thriving and the gratitude app has been on the app store for gosh over 12 years now and uh, zero funding zero marketing just me running that app one person team and it's done great 
Now, part of the reason some apps do great, and this is, I have a little bit of this built into the gratitude app and, uh, you'll, you'll start to see this in Facebook and Twitter and all sorts of other apps, Instagram, Snapchat is, uh, the dopamine fixes that you get when you, when you open those apps and use them. So you have this dopamine rush in anticipation of what's going to be there. Okay. You have this anticipation and your dopamine goes up. And when you open that app, it goes down. So we are all addicted to dopamine right now. That's why we reach for our phones first thing in the morning. We need that dopamine rush. We have this threshold of how much dopamine we, it takes for us to feel that rush now. Okay. Let me pull back a layer on this. They did this experiment with rats where the rats would push a button and they get a dopamine rush. Okay. So all they wanted to do was push that button, push that button, push that button so much that they wouldn't eat. They wouldn't drink. They just wanted those dopamine rushes. And of course the rats died. Then they did the opposite where they turned off the dopamine. They hadn't, the rats got no dopamine when they were anticipating eating, what food would taste like, anything any sort of fun or activity. And so when they did that, the dopamine um, or the rats just had no desire to eat either. So dopamine brings that desire to do stuff into our life. So if you are having a hard time getting yourself off the phone to read a book or to go clean a closet or do something that you know would be way more productive, this is why. Because your body has this dopamine fix. Now, just like alcohol, you build up a tolerance as to how much dopamine it takes for you to get that fix. So with me, I don't drink. And when I have a drink, uh, very rarely, uh, I take one sip and I feel woozy. Like even just having communion, I feel woozy. Whereas before, when I was a college student, I could easily drink, um, I don't know, way too much. I won't even dare to say way too much before I, it would kick in. So you build up, a, your body builds up a tolerance and it builds up a tolerance to the dopamine as well. So when you pick up that book, it's not giving you the dopamine rush that normally you would get. Now, one way to equalize your dopamine is just like how you equalize alcohol or any other drug, you, you cold turkey it right? You, you stop using your phone, even for a day, it will equalize that rush. It will, it'll put it to norm. Now that cold turkey, turning off your phone for a day may sound really hard. I tell people just to turn it off. Don't even go to it first thing in the morning. And I'm going to share with you why and how, and if you're turning over your powers to somebody else, to Twitter, to Facebook, to Instagram, to email, whatever it is, first thing in the morning. So now that you know about dopamine and dopamine rushes, I want to shift you into the law of expectation. Now you will only put in as much effort into something as what you expect to get in return. Okay. So with your phone, you will put in that effort of picking it up and looking at it, checking every day because you're, you're getting that, you have that expectation that you're going to get that dopamine rush. When it comes to harder things like a relationship or uh, putting yourself out there, asking for a raise, 
um, closing a sale, whatever it is, you have this expectation that you might not get what you want. Whether it's investing in a coach, uh, you expect that you aren't going to get it all out, get, get the money back, so you won't do it, right? It's, you will only put in as much as you expect to get in return. Now, when our dopamine is fixated in high rush amounts like that, what you get from your devices, from your phones, it's hard to get it from another individual or another project or selling or anything else right? You get that small rush, but it will not match what you're getting over and over and over again with your phone. So how do we puncture that membrane with something as simple as visualization? So when we think of visualization, a lot of people think of having a vision board with some pictures on there that they pulled out from some magazines, some great sayings, and I love vision boards. I think they're awesome. I think they're really powerful, but they are not the end all be all. Okay. So when we have a vision board or many of these people who are just pushing it, put it out there. When I saw it, I put my dream house on this vision board and boom, it manifested. It does not work like that because our brains are designed to keep us safe. And when you vision something, whether it is seeing yourself finishing a a big project, uh, being in a marriage, um, having lots of wealth, driving a certain car, smelling the leather of that car, your brain, your, your subconscious mind will say, hey, something's not right here. And it will do what it can to keep you in a comfort zone, to keep you safe, keep you alive. So if there's any hint of threat, and threat doesn't have to be a lion chasing you, it can be, hey, you might lose a relationship because you achieved this wealth. Then your subconscious mind will keep you in that safe zone where you will suddenly self-sabotage yourself. You may have the opportunity to work with the coach of a lifetime and shortcut the whole process, but then somewhere in your subconscious, you say, no, this isn't for me. We aren't these type of people. I don't, can't afford this. This is too luxurious. And then you self-sabotage your, your, your results and you make it even harder on yourself. I myself have been guilty of that for many years. And suddenly I broke through that. Now, So your subconscious mind will protect you. Now, here's another very interesting thing that they don't talk about with visioning, and that is your reticulator activating system. This is a part of your brain that is designed to filter information in and out of your mind. So let's say you're reading the newspaper, and there's so much information on that newspaper that your brain, if it took in every little bit of information, it would explode. The other day, it was a couple of weeks ago, I went to this new shop and it's kind of like an Ikea. It's called, I think, Home Store or something like that. And they had so much stuff that my brain was overwhelmed and I started to feel dizzy. I couldn't take it all in, all the colors, all the shapes, all the smells, everything. And I had to sit down for a while. And that is what will happen if your brain actually, if your reticulator system was not working. You would just have too much information and you would have a meltdown. So your reticulator activating system is a filter. It says, hey, you need to see this. You need to see that. You need to see this. 
Okay, so one time I went to my kid's school and they had this big display of all the children's artwork, like from the hundreds of kids. And straight away, I was able to find my son's art because my reticulator activating system has been programmed to notice anything with my children. So instantly I noticed his handwriting. I noticed how he colored. I noticed everything about it. And I knew that was his. And our reticulator activating systems are programmed by us. We tell our reticulator activating systems what's important and what isn't. So if we are saying to ourselves, I'm always so lazy, I'm always so clumsy, then our reticulator activating system is going to say, Roger that, I got it. Let's make sure we notice every time you're lazy, every time you're clumsy, every time you say something silly. Let's notice that. Let's punctuate that because you told us to notice that. So now let's go back to visioning. When you have that vision board with so many beautiful pictures on it, you are programming your reticulator activating system what to notice. So most of the time during the day, we are driving 100 miles per hour without any real map in place. We aren't telling our reticulator activating system what to notice and what to, not to. But when we have those vision boards with a big house or a nice car or relationships or whatever it is you're looking for, Usually, those are more long-term goals. Those are six-month, seven-month, eight-month, one-year, maybe 10-year goals. And our minds can only work in, a, at max, maybe 90-day sprints. So when you are visualizing, I'm going to give you some really powerful ways to visualize so you get out of that rut of looking for your dopamine fix on your phone and working really quickly into the activities that you that will get you more results quicker in what you want to achieve in life. Because I'm telling you, hand over heart, you can look at vision boards all day long, recite mantras, I am a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, all day long, you ain't going to get it, honey. It's not until you actually take some steps, take some action to change your life. Because you can't be who you are right now and have those things. You just can't. The person who has those things are different individuals, different experiences, different humans that they're hanging out with. They're using different vocabulary. They're living differently. So here's how you do it. When you visualize, you visualize not just the long term, but you also have very short term visualizations and medium term visualizations. And visualizing isn't something you just do first thing in the morning. You do it all day long, over and over and over again. So for example, I go out for walks every morning. I go for a run every morning, even when it is 10 below zero, I will go for a run. And if you ever live somewhere where it's 10 below zero, it is hard to get your butt out the door. It, that is the hardest part. You put on probably three, four layers of clothes, you go out the door, and here's the kicker though, you're one mile into the run and you're warm. And you actually don't feel the cold while you're running because of the layers and the body heat. So when I have a hard time getting myself out the door at six in the morning when it's 10 below, I sit for just a few seconds 
and I see myself at that one mile mark where my body's nice and warm, my adrenaline's rushing, I feel really good, I have fresh air, fresh breath, it's super quiet out because guess who, there's hardly anybody else out there. And that, that one little oomph, that, that dopamine rush right there gets me dressed and gets me out the door. And I do that over and over and over again. When I record these podcasts, I have a visualization of me nailing the words, nailing exactly what I want to say in the right amount of time and articulating it perfectly. So when I get to the mic, I don't stumble in um and ah. Now, so uh, you go through short-term visualizations throughout the day visualizing getting your kids out the door, visualizing eating just a little bit on your plate, not going back for seconds, visualizing going for a walk at the end of the day, visualizing yourself reading the book. Then there are the medium term, the, the one week, two week visualizations. And I love to do these at the, on the Sunday night before I kick off my week, I write down everything that I'm going to achieve that day or, or during that week. And I visualize how they're going to work out. Now, many people will say, I don't want to visualize high returns. I don't want to visualize great results because when it doesn't happen, I'll feel defeated. And I will tell you, you will be so much more unprepared for the results, regardless of how they turn out, if you only think they're going to turn out negatively. What if they do turn out positively? What if there was a twist for the positive and you don't even recognize it? So the thing is, is we get caught up in the how things should turn out. We, we want to control so much of the outcome that we decide when I get that, that new car, this is how I'm going to get it. But that's not our job. Our job isn't to determine the how. Our job is to define what we want. And those little micro steps, just how does it feel? What emotions do I have? What's the dopamine fix that I'll have along the route? Then the next kickback I have when I share that with my, uh, my, my clients is I don't know how that would feel. I have never won anything big. I have never had that much money. Now, most of my clients are in their mid-20s even older and, uh, you know, up to, gosh, my, I think my oldest client is 71. And by the time you're 20, let's face it, you've experienced a wide range of emotions. So you know what euphoria, what happiness, what joy, what winning feels like. Even if it was just winning a game of exploding kittens, you know what it feels like. Okay. So you can pull in those emotions from the past and use them for your future vision. Everything, even just scratching your toe, starts with just a small inclination, an emotion, a nudge from the universe. And that's what visualizing does. Now, here's my big warning. Um, no, wait, I'm going to give you that warning in a second. Let me share one more really super powerful thing, a powerful trick, which I've shared with you before. If you're a regular listener, you will know this and I hope you're practicing it. Visualize first thing in the morning, instead of reaching for your phone, as soon as you wake up, spend just 30 seconds 
visualizing how that day will be, visualizing yourself going for a run, visualizing going for a walk, visualizing yourself eating well, visualizing yourself nailing a conversation or having that hard conversation and it turning out well, whatever it is. Or go for the grand enchilada, vision yourself having an amazing trip with your family or whatever that big dream is, dive deep into that visualization. Don't let the phone program your reticulator activating system. Don't let the phone trigger all your dopamine. You trigger that yourself. You control those dopamine rushes. Don't look for them externally through addictive devices. Do that at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day. Do not fall asleep reading Twitter or the news or watching Netflix or with the news on in the background. Turn that off. And you control the dopamine, the visualizations, the reticulator activating system by visualizing into your future what you want as you drift off to sleep or just recapping all the amazing moments that happened. So many times we are going to sleep and waking up with arguments in our head and recapping all the problems that are happening and worrying about things. And you are programming yourself what to notice when you're doing that. What if you change that programming into abundance, into what you truly want instead of what you're afraid of? So to recap one more time, when you visualize, visualize not just the long-term goals and having plenty of pictures and vision boards, but also do short-term visualization throughout the day and medium-term visualization, two-week-long three week long, 90 day long, because our body can only handle that much information, that much planning. Beyond 90 days, it's going to just say, huh, I don't know. I don't get it. So when you use visualization, put it with bookends as well. Start of the day, end of the day. How do you want that day to unfold? And how do you want to end it? That is in your power. All right, rock stars. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you are enjoying this, please share it with your friends and family. I would love to have more people understand the power within them. Also, if you want to go deeper into all of this, please join the 21 day mindset reset. It's at 21 day mindset reset.com. And for less than a meal at the Olive Garden, you will transform your life your abundance, your happiness, your relationships for generations to come. All right. Until next time, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at heycarlawhite. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.